This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Get stuffed. Hello, and welcome to Double Stuff Cinema. Uh, happy Halloween. We're tuning in uh, from uh, from October 31st. Uh, kind of a spooky episode we got here. I'm your host, Tyler. Um, I'm Shrey. I almost just said I'm Andrew. I'm Andrew. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. But yeah. I'm uh neil won't be with us sadly because he died no he didn't it was he has homework <laughs> so he kind of did though yeah i mean he did tell us he got 15 hours of sleep in the last week yes. which is definitely a mood he also that's, said he has six thing. essays due this week which yeah i don't know <laughs> six, if i believe six, that. i think that's a little <laughs> bit exaggerated <laughs> Yeah, although he has stuck to that number. He's told me the number six essays three times, so I don't know. It could be an elaborate lie, or it's just it's accurate. Right. You know? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, Yeah, we We also have... have, Oh, yeah. We have a guest with us here today. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Bruno. Do I have to give, like, any specifics? And who I am, I'm movie expert. I'm in Bruno. It's up to you. It's up Ex- to you. Tyler's expert. roommate. I'm Tyler's roommate. Hey! <laughs> None of us know him. There's no connection here. Yeah, there's some random yeah, we, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know these two blonde guys here. Hey, whoa. <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> Bruno like, sees color. That's why Am I part of the stump? Uh, for, for today? No. For I don't today? know. I'm, am I another? No, there's no other. Are you a person of color, Bruno? Are you uh, a person of color? Uh, I can be. <laughs> <laughs> Are you suggesting uh, some intense costumes for Halloween this year? Oh yeah, Bruno. If if you're gonna tell me you are a person of color while you aren't, I'm gonna have to call some Justin Trudeau level BS on you. Okay, okay. We have <laughs> we have a we may not have a full double stuff cooking here <laughs> we just have the bottom and then we've got like three layers of stuff on top you know and nothing right. holding us right We're just gonna take a tip over it's but like two, a... two especially lighter like yeah. layers in the, mi- in the middle <laughs> and then the top is kind of like an oreo gum you know right. an oreo gum <laughs> just sat out too long <laughs> right right okay well all right anyway, all right, anyway. um Anyway, the, 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 the theme of this podcast uh, will be horror movies. Yeah. Um, what better way to get in the spirit of the holiday than closing it out and talking about what scares you the most? So um, Everything. Exams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the only fear here. That and paying for college. Six essays. <laughs> um, because... This is such a broad topic. There will be no trivia today. So it's going to be a bit different in structure today. So we're just going to be talking about our favorite horror movies for a very long time. You know? Okay. Ty, why don't you kick us off? Let's Or Andrew. Andrew has a kind of shorter list. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. I, can, I can kick it off. Honestly, not having trivia is a little bit of an advantage for me. Because I have not had the best experience in the past. With it. <laughs> uh, Andrew's the first. Andrew's the first host to lose to a guest in trivia. Okay, That's just a, a great time. embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> but, Remember when that happened? Yeah, that was brutal, guys. All right, I'm gonna just kind of start off my list. Uh, 
Honestly, I'm not that top to bottom. Yeah, I'll go top to bottom. All right. Okay. Um, honestly, I'm not like a super big horror movie guy because they scare me a little bit, and I I don't like that that much. Um, other than that, I mean, from maybe it's just the horror movies I've seen, but a lot of times I feel like they're lacking in plot just because they're really trying to create a really an atmosphere that creates that like terror, I guess. Which is good for horror movies, but it, sometimes they forget about the rest of the movie, I feel like. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start with my number one movie that I've seen. And I have Saw, the original one from 2004. Um, so, I don't know. I, I watched this movie by myself in my dark room. And it, I don't know. It's not like a... I feel like this movie really relies on kind of that long, drawn-out sense of dread, almost. Which is really, that's sort of what I think is the best kind of horror movie. Because when they when they really rely on, like, jump, sta- jump scares and stuff like that, it's kind of like a cheap shot, I guess. I don't really appreciate that. But this movie, I feel like it really, it kind of gets you good. And honestly, there's a... For, like, the villain of the movie, I guess, you could consider it Jigsaw. Um, right. I mean, you don't learn a lot about him during this movie, uh, but I think throughout the series, they really develop him really well, and they also kind of bring out his motives, I guess, which is sometimes... Um, but it's still, like, you never know what's going to happen, which is mm-hmm. really good also, I think, creating this sense of fear and, like, suspense in a movie like this. Mm-hmm. So uh, what other movies like from the Saw franchise have you seen? Because you mentioned like they develop it later. Which other ones have you seen? Yeah, I mean, I've seen the second movie and a little bit of the third, I think. But they kind of, throughout the story, uh, they bring in like the police and everything and kind of the investigation with it. Uh, mm-hmm. And they really do more investigation on it. So uh, it's really like a story about him. Well, he's doing what he feels is right, which is obviously like, creating a motive in a villain is super powerful for a movie like this. It's just, I think making Jigsaw into that kind of like crazy person with like a backstory that he Mm -hmm. cares about is just like, that's kind of terrifying. And he's human too, which is another big thing in horror movies I think is super powerful because like humanizing the villain is just like anyone could be that. And it, you know, it just, it makes yeah. it scarier for me, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I guess, so that's Saw at number one. I'm kind of, I don't know, kind of iffy about some of these rankings here, but I'll keep going. Uh, so second, sure, just, have, just so we have like a guideline, what did you, um, what's your uh, rating for this movie? My rating? Five, yeah. Just so we have like an idea for where what your top is and what your bottom is. I'm thinking four, four and a half stars for this movie. Alright. Uh like I mean I'm not like I'm not a huge horror guy again, but I think there is some pretty good acting and obviously I really like the plot and everything in this movie, so I think it did a good job. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, second, I have The Sixth Sense. So this is debatably not a horror movie, more of like a thriller. But mm-hmm. I honestly, 
I saw this movie um, probably like four years ago, but I think it was really like the the twist at the end. I think is am I allowed to spoil it? Yeah, it's like I think so everyone knows. I don't. Everybody knows so, the ending of this movie. Yeah. Basically, the the main character of the movie, it turns out he's like dead the whole time. And I mean, no one had spoiled it for me before I saw this movie, which is kind of a miracle. But by the end of the movie, when I figured it out, I was like, oh, man, like what just happened? And then thinking about it and like going through everything again, it's like it was right in front of you and you didn't know what was happening and I, I don't know yeah. I really appreciated that how they did that with this movie um there are a few I think guess like little jump scare parts I guess just like creepy things that happened uh yeah not too big so it's not too much of a movie you'd be watching if you're looking for a scare I guess but I think it's a really well thought out movie yeah um so that one would probably be around four stars for me. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Going at number three, I've got Alien from 1979, directed yep. by Ridley Scott. Honestly, I think I'm, I might want to rank this higher, but I'm not going to change it now. I really, I'm a, I'm not a horror guy, but I am a big sci-fi fan. You know, movies uh, dealing with outer space and stuff are super cool to me. I really like Interstellar a lot. Mm-hmm. And, Stuff like that, but I don't know. This movie was kind of they really brought out suspense throughout the whole thing. I feel like not knowing when the aliens gonna strike is it's kind of scary. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think the design of the alien itself is super cool. It's terrifying. It's a little bit phallic. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> it's extremely felt. Yeah. yeah but, no, that is hundred percent the intent. Like is it seriously? No, we yeah, oh, part, part of the part of the reason whole, behind this movie was like uh sexual aggression, whole, I think, was one yeah, of the themes. The whole imagery of movies like that. I mean like I know that um, the the chestburster bursting through is definitely kind of like a giving birth thing. Um, and then like the fact that the alien's kind of like the mother, you know, mm, and oh. same with Ridley. No, so. I never thought of that. Yikes! Oh, yeah. Ripley, Ridley. What am I that makes it like even more terrifying in a way. So yeah. yeah so yeah. the design for the alien, I think, is amazing, especially in its like full form at the end. I think I don't know. It's just really great. It's scary. It's it's everything you're looking for in a monster, pretty much. I think. Yeah, um, and just kind of the, I guess the battle of survival at the end is really uh, it's intense. It's really cool the way they think about like how to defeat the alien. Um, I don't know. I really love this movie, uh, even just for like the style. It's serious. It's I don't know. Yeah, I know. Also, that with the design of the alien, they were also trying to make the the whole ship like the same design. So the alien oh, yeah, kind like of blends in with everything. Industrial thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's really like it looks like a lot of tubing and stuff, which is really cool and really, it's just weird, you know. Yeah, I think H.R. Geiger was the guy who designed them. Right. I'm gonna check that right now. 
Um, yeah, he yeah. did the design for Alien, and he's just kind of insane, you know? <laughs> he's, like, crazy insane, but he's really good. So, you know, I'm glad that he did that. Because mm. it's so iconic. For sure. Yeah. So definitely the set and design for Alien really bumps it up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so coming in at number four, I have Saw 2. And uh, this one, uh, as like I said before, it kind of develops Jigsaw's character a little more with the investigation. But um, I didn't talk about this as much in the first one, but kind of the elaborate setup they bring to pretty much all the Saw movies with like, you know, do you want to play a game? I don't uh, like one of those classic lines that kind of, I guess, demonstrates what it's about. But it's just these elaborate, like, torture setups kind of which is a little weird but Mm -hmm. the amount of thought that goes into them i think is kind of impressive honestly yeah Um, they dig into um as the movies progress too they actually end up digging into jigsaw's backstory which i think some people kind of like and some people don't you know they're like i think like originally with jigsaw it was it was meant to be kind of like just the guy from the recording that sets up this this like you know horrific thing with the two guys it was very small scale as the movies progressed um whether you like them or not they kind of become a little bit bigger in scope you know so uh more people involved in that kind of thing yeah like you said so but i think this people might disagree with this but i think the backstory of jigsaw um might not make it scarier but it definitely i think makes it a better movie because mm-hmm. you see the motive behind what's going on and it gives it a purpose. Because sometimes what happens is there won't be a purpose behind the plot and then it's just like stuff's happening but you don't really care about it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Saw 2 kind of develops it where you still kind of care about what's happening to these people. And even if not what those people are going through, kind of almost what Jigsaw is going through or the detectives are thinking, you know? True. Um, so I don't have that much more to say about that movie. Uh, so I'll kind of move on to number five, which I have as, sorry, I had a little bit of a cold going on. I have it chapter two as number five. So the reason I, that this movie was kind of brought down for me is I felt like it relied a lot on, uh, people having seen it chapter one. Not chapter one, just the first movie, I guess. Because um, there were a lot of flashbacks in it, and it, it develops the characters through what happened in the first movie, or like between the first movie and it too. Um, which, if I haven't seen the first one, so it was a little uh-huh. confusing for me, but that's probably my own fault. Um, other than that, I think there's pretty good acting throughout this movie. Uh, Obviously, Pennywise's design is super cool. I think that the fact that he can take the shape of pretty much anything really brings about that, like, you never know what's going to happen, which in a horror movie, that's, like, pretty much the best thing you can have because there's so many possibilities and just, like, that dread coming up. I've talked about this before, but the dread, I think, is really, really powerful for these movies. Mm -hmm. Um, also, I think a drawback to this movie was near the end, they um, 
they turn it into this like huge spider monster. And I think as soon as they yeah. Start, as soon as they give him a form, I feel like it really it turns it into more of a monster movie, which it's a little it's it, it lost a little bit of the creepiness, I feel like. You yeah, know? it's not as creepy because it's like Oh, he's just this huge monster now. Right, right. Because then it kind of scary, but when, when you when you like put, I, I think in a lot of cases when you put the monster in people's minds and give it like a um like a definitive shape, you know, it's not like the 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 nothingness, the darkness that they're afraid of anymore. It's like you know, kind of like this physical thing. They can be like, oh, okay, well, kind of looks dumb, or you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. I think people like fear like the unknown more than they fear any actual physical like you know thing and even in even in its case at least that was the deal with me but yeah no, i know i know what you're saying i think it was the beginning of the movie was great i thought it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was going in the right direction for sure yeah. and that's exactly what i think about the ending uh even though i'm not really sure there's any other way they could have done it uh but kind of going into that big monster uh giving it a shape really brings the movie down a little bit mm-hmm. um other than that i thought it was Pretty great. I don't know. Um, number six, I have Psycho, which is kind of a old classic I actually watched in our cinema club this year. Way to shout it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought this movie, the reason I have it at number six is because, um, I mean, I never saw the ending coming, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's a super old movie, I'd never heard... Like, I, I knew it was famous for being so great, but I never heard that much about the movie itself. After watching it, I was like... Like, at the end, I was like, okay, I guess that guy did everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I don't know. Because during the whole movie, I was trying to, like, figure out the who done it, you know, like a mystery movie. I was completely wrong, and I, I really like that because on it, a lot of movies I end up predicting, and it, it is not as fun. Mm-hmm. Right, and this is definitely like the the original, you know, or one yeah, of the, the original movies. Yeah, the the Alfred Hitchcock, his legendary movie, basically. You know, it's it's it kind of changed the game. So you gotta you gotta respect that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then yeah. number seven, we're getting into some uh, Netflix movies now. Um, <laughs> so this one I have is called Hush. It's about uh, this woman. It, she's like alone in her house and she's deaf. And there's a guy outside the window that's a killer. Surprise. Um, kind of sounds like Scream, maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is. He's wearing a white mask. Oh, wow. So it's, yeah, it's uh, very yeah. dark. Guys. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, this movie, it wasn't super great, but I think what they did well is with the sound, because uh, she was deaf, so a lot of times they would kind of cut out the sound and bring it back, um, which was really effective, I think, in putting you in her place. I know I haven't seen A Quiet Place. Um, mm. I know you'll probably talk about that later, but I feel like it may have had... A similar style with the audio because um, yeah. I know a lot of people talk about A Quiet Place having really good audio editing. Yeah, I think it really works because it doesn't, I feel like there's almost like no dialogue until kind of really the end. Like there's just some like whispering 
and then like a little bit of talking near some waterfalls and that's really it mm. so it's really interesting to see how you communicate stuff in a movie especially one where you have to convey fear without like actually talking so yeah, yeah. that's really good i mean for this movie the hush movie i'm talking about um a lot of what you get from the woman thinking is through her texts because you can you see on her phone what's going on until she at some point i'm pretty sure she loses it but that's how you get what she's thinking and then the killer kind of talks when he's there sometimes which is um sometimes i feel like it brings down but it it characterizes him a little bit which i appreciate um then I am going on to my next Netflix movie, number eight, Bird Box. So mm. <laughs> this one is, I guess, it sort of plays a lot of some movies, some horror movies are playing with the idea where like losing some of your senses, obviously with like Hush and I think A Quiet Place mm-hmm. where you like can't hear, I guess. Bird Box is like you can't look at the monsters or else you pretty much go crazy and then you try to like make other people look at them and kill them and stuff so yeah. really polarizing movie um, with yeah. The response. yeah i think like my biggest problem with that movie is um like you were saying like movies like to horror movies especially like to play with the idea of taking away a sense mm-hmm. but i feel like if you're you can't really take away sight in a movie and make it feel like revolutionary in your filmmaking style because if your main character can't see and you want the audience to feel that the only way you're going to do that is if you just make your movie black the whole time and just put in audio Mm -hmm. yeah and obviously you can't really do that that's one reason i thought the the movie wasn't as good as just i mean it's a cool concept it's just really hard to put out there as a movie like taking out sight um so sometimes you're kind of just watching them like stumble around with blindfolds on yeah it's, it's a little I think, bit yeah <laughs> Sandra Bullock's weird. acting definitely carried it in my opinion mm-hmm. like more than it like it, it made it a better movie than it was probably initially made out to be and I thought that the like you said the plot was interesting with like the losing the sense thing yeah. um but all in all yeah I feel like it got way too much hype for what it was um I think A Quiet yeah. Place was a much better take on that on that genre yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean I haven't uh, seen that movie so I can't uh, Bird Box really contributed to the meme culture, though, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah. I do remember reading, like, an article when it came out about how, um, I know they don't show the actual, like, creatures at any point in the movie. Yeah. And they're supposed to, like, make you go insane if you just, like, look at them. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't think of anything, like, that they could design that right. would improve like was that the reason that kind of, yeah that the... they couldn't they literally couldn't think of anything that they could put in there that would be so incredibly messed up that it would drive Netflix's people budget. right yeah. i mean netflix I movies mean, do have like decent budget vague, but yeah. like but like yeah. still they, i i feel like there's some kind of lack of planning or like creative vision there you know that could be yeah at yeah. fault that was another huge thing i thought just kind of really ruined the movie for me, not getting any idea of what they look like at all. Like, I know you're not supposed to see them, but having no picture at all, like sort of near the end, I thought you were going to get a glimpse of one or something. Because mm-hmm. you can, you see the leaves like moving through the forest. And honestly, I thought they were like invisible or something. 
Because you can yeah. see all the leaves moving away from where they that, That's interesting because that's what happened with A Quiet Place. Yeah, that, they don't show you the monster until the end. Right, and then when they do show you, it's terrifying whatever, but it's not totally based on sight, and so you're not like, oh, this has to be the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. It just has to be like this killing machine, you know. But at the very yeah. beginning, like you said, that you see, you literally see like the, the leaves rustling when it's like running at the kid at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're freaked out because you're like, this could be anything, you know. And this is yeah. going back to the point where like you're more afraid of what's not there, you know, with with what yeah. your your mind is telling you is there. So it's definitely really freaky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go kind of quickly over my last few movies because I think I'm taking up a lot of time here. But number nine, I have Suspiria. It was the remake that came out in 2018. Actually, I saw this with straight in theaters. Um. I don't know. The movie for me went super slow for pretty much. It was really long. I think it's like let me look at look at the runtime. I'm pretty it's like sure two it's two hours and forty minutes or something. Two hours. Yeah, close to three hours long. At least it felt like to me. An um, hour and a half. Two hours and a half. So, yeah. So pretty much for the first two hours or so, I was like. Literally, to me, it was this girl at a dance academy, and everything was going so slow. It was a little bit confusing as what was going on. And then the last 30 minutes was kind of just like a bloodbath. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I, do I don't think know. Those last like 20 minutes, though, are kind of amazing. I, I just want to say that right now. The, I didn't. Okay. We'll let Sheree dive into this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> When we can talk. The only thing I thought about the last 20 minutes was they put like a red filter over the entire screen for like the whole time. And I, I thought it kind of made it look bad. Mm-hmm. But that was, that, I don't know. Would, well. And like the 20, the last 20 minutes doesn't make the whole movie for me. Like it doesn't make up for the entire first two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then number 10, I have Brightburn. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one here that's seen this movie. I watched it this weekend, but it, I take uh, it's pretty much the story of like if Superman went evil as a child or like mm-hmm. oh, he could do whatever he want or like, I don't know. Uh, but jeez, honestly, I don't the acting for this movie uh was not very convincing. I think there wasn't a lot of emotion in a lot of it. And for parts of it, it's not supposed to show emotion, but it's just not too good. Um, I think some of the effects are comical and in a horror movie that is not what you want at all. Like literally near the end, they have the kid flying through walls. Like it's just a blur. So you can't even see what's going on. And it's kind of hilarious. Honestly, <laughs> which I, for a horror movie, it did not do it for me. Yeah. Uh, and then number. I remember, I remember seeing the trailer and everything. I was kind of like, eh, you know, I don't. Yeah. Do sense. yeah. It's a cool concept, but it's hard to do well, I think. And then my last movie, number eleven, I have Raw. I'm gonna let Stray talk about that one, but I just thought it was gross. <laughs> That's yeah. all I have to say <laughs> for now. Yeah, I definitely understand that. <laughs> All right, who wants to go next then? I think Tyler, you and Bruno, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why don't we? We're just gonna do our um our top five, bottom five here, um, okay. Because we've got a lot of them ranked, um, as far as you know, like classics and a mix of new ones as well. 
Um, but uh, I guess we can start from the from the bottom five here. Um, I, I watched this movie called my, my worst uh, horror movie I've ever seen is, is this movie called The Boy. It came out in 2016. Um, okay. I don't know if you guys uh, know anything about it. It's it's really bad. Don't watch it. Uh, the whole concept is that like there's like this doll. Um, so it's kind of like a a, ta- a modern take on Chucky, which is not, in my opinion, very great in the first place. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's like this doll that just haunts this family, um, and it's 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 just more cheesy and funny, like like kind of like the opposite of what you want from a horror movie, um, with yeah. the exception of one movie yeah. um, on on my list that's really really good. Um, okay. And then another one, kind of at the bottom for me that really didn't do it was was uh, Final Destination. I don't know if you guys have you seen oh, this. Yeah. No, have I haven't. Final Destination's like. You know, it, it it it's it's like Saw, but worse in that they they did it once, it was okay, and then they kind of kept doing it, and and I feel like you know it was it's the whole plot of, of Final Destination is that like there's this group of friends and they witness some horrific event, um, and then they all die, and then essentially what happens is they avoid death, they cheat death by escaping that event, uh, and then they you know they they you know over the course of the movie end up dying one by one. It's super predictable. The deaths are meant to be so, so gory they're almost funny. I guess like people <laughs> die in the most obscure ways. Um, but for me, it, like I watched the first one, it was fine. You know, I people kind of hyped it up a little bit too much. I feel like for me, so that's why it's at the bottom. Yeah. So we put uh, Paranormal Activity. I don't know if you guys have seen Paranormal Activity. Um, that's another like well. five yeah, or just six knows movies, right? What did yeah, you say? There's like five or six sequels, right? Yeah, there that's are. another one where I, I didn't even bother to watch anything past the first one because it was so boring. I don't know. People people rave about Paranormal Activity, um, but it's like a video of sheets rustling on a bed. It's like you can look at like the <laughs> you can like look at like the thing, uh, the, like the the poster, and that's the movie. Uh-huh. Like you get a pretty good sense. So that's that's why it's low. It was definitely yeah. a fad like a few years ago. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Everybody it was. It was, like um, was kind of like, um, like a spin on like a fa- found footage movie, right? Yeah, right. Definitely say. like the yeah. Um, what was that movie called? Uh, Blair Witch Trials. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Blair Witch Project. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, very similar to that kind of. I've never been a big fan of that genre anyway, but um. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, then uh, sorry, Andrew. We had Saw three. At uh, at four here at the fourth. No, nah, that's okay. Um, yeah, Saw three. They essentially took out Jigsaw in in most, of the, which is like the best part in my opinion. Um, the traps are fine. They they repeated a lot of the traps. They added a bunch more idiots to the to the trap area. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> they all die in like really funny ways again. And you know, it's it's like it's it's terrifying to watch. But it, it, at that point in the in the series, I, I didn't watch anything past this. So that's why I don't have like four, five, you know, six lower. Um, yeah. well, I probably would. But they just kind of were overdone at that point. Not very enjoyable. Um, and then the, the fifth worst I had, which was, it was actually kind of a decent movie. Like, beyond this, they're not, like, that bad anymore. I had the more recent Halloween. came out, like, 2018, I believe. Um, right. Kind of a continuation of the story from the original Halloween, which I love. Um, top of the list for me, or one of the top of the list for me. Kind of a spoiler. But, um, you know, it, essentially it's the exact same plot. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, it's super recycled, you know. Like Myers essentially breaks out like a prison again, and he's and he's like yeah. rampaging through, you know, essentially like the same town, I believe. Um, and then you know, it's it's just it just felt very like redone, recycled plot, kind of a cash grab. So I was disappointed. I was expecting so, a little bit more. So from what I heard, I think like what that movie did is it retconned a lot of the sequels, like everything beyond Halloween two, I think. 
is no right. longer part of the canon. Mm-hmm. And it's like taking the parts that it wants from those to create a new movie. But I don't get the point of like doing that after you've already done that and seen it fail. You know? Yeah, no, they've made they've there's countless Halloween sequels, um, which and, and and I think the only there's not been really any great ones. I think Halloween two is fine. Um, it was I, I have it in the middle, but um, as far as a ha- Halloween, great movie, kind of kicked off the the slasher genre in my opinion. I think it was seventy eight. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, um, huge, huge, awesome movie. But yeah, no, that's why I, I put it at the bottom. It just didn't live up to the, the standard of the first one. Um, I mean, speaking of that, I think they just released like a sneak peek at the two sequels that they're filming back to back for that movie no oh, okay Halloween kills and halloween something mm-hmm. i don't know i think correct me if i'm wrong i think like michael doesn't michael myers like burn alive at the end of this new one well, yeah so essentially like the um the whole plot has him yeah he you know how he's like kind of unkillable in the first one and and all the sequels and all that um that, that takes like a lot to to uh, end up killing him and so yeah like they they like essentially have to uh kill him off in that way which is um it's all right i guess i don't know i mean yeah. but i mean like ridiculous. what i'm confused about is this new footage has him like all over it like he's like he's very much alive yeah well that's the whole thing they can't actually i mean like with a lot of problems like with the original slasher movies is that you can't actually kill the guy and he keeps coming back, you know, with, with Jason and Freddy Krueger and all that. And, um, yeah. Which is also how they capitalize on the sequels. So, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then we had our, our top five here. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you got the sixth sense. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sixth sense is great. Um, I, I'm not Shyamalan. Probably the only good, like truly yeah, that's probably good. probably one of the most yeah. solid. Yeah. I mean Avatar, guys. Avatar. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> I mean the last. How can we forget? Yeah. Not Avatar. Oh, not, not, the not James last Cameron. Airbender. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, aren't all Avatar movies great? You know, they're pretty much equal. In, I, I can't. I can't e- even joke about that. <laughs> Whatever they are, they're equal in quality to me. You know. <laughs> Wait, let me. I'm just gonna say that. Oh uh, yeah, Bruno. Bruno will be right back. Um, all right. Okay, but we had six cents at five. Um, kind of already for reasons that were explained here. Um, and then um, we've got um, Jaws at number four, um, which is, uh, I mean, it's a classic. It's a, I mean, I think, I don't know if you consider it fully horror, but it, it, it changed the game as far as summer blockbusters. I mean, obviously, Shrey, I'm sure you'll hit on this yeah. later. Um, you know, Spielberg really knew the formula for this at this point, you know, for, for cranking out the summer blockbuster, but it was a good movie. Really solid. Movie. I think that's like that's like his second movie of all time. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seventy five. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm thinking. Of yeah. Actually, much uh, much later, but yeah. No. That. Yeah. Um, Which yeah. is kind of crazy. It's kind of a disaster filled production. But right. You know, he made a classic for like. Definitely. Eternity. You know. Yeah, it was his second like big movie. That that's what it went. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then my top three here, um, like I said, I, I, you know, a uh, great movie called Cabin in the Woods, A Cabin in the Woods. Um, yeah. Actually, The Cabin in the Woods, sorry. Um, but it's um, it's this it's this interesting take on the horror, uh, f- you know, f- like genre as a whole. Um, it was uh, 2011, and it's it essentially it starts out with your very, like, cliche horror movie um, where you have, like, um, this group of teenagers that's, like, spending a, you know, a weekend, like, in, a, in a, just, like, a super, like, remote cabin 
Um, and it's got all the typical tropes where you think it's going to be like some some like slasher thing where there's like a like a single killer that's after them and then they're going to get picked off one by one or all that. And the movie sets it up perfectly like that. And so it's, it, you almost get like this Final Destination feel. And I was thinking like, oh, boy, here we go again. Um, but it it just towards halfway through the movie, it flips that on its head. And I don't want to spoil any of it. I'd recommend going and watching it. Um, but the scope of the movie becomes massive. It includes, you know, a, a, like an awesome cast of actors outside of just um, the, the, the four teenagers. Um, and so you really get a sense for like all the people that, um, you know, kind of had this movie come together. Like I know Chris Hemsworth in it. He's like the, the big name yeah. for, for, for the like, you know, first couple. Um, that's his first like really big movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Um, I will say his death is hilarious. Um, <laughs> It's it's you got it you got to see it um you you know uh, all Chris Hemsworth? yeah Chris Hemsworth is in it yeah so um definitely recommend um that's you just got to see it to know what's what's up with that and then um top two um are uh, Halloween the original one and Alien um so it's, I feel like we already hit on Alien a lot that that was that was Bruno I's yes. top one um yeah. Yeah. Ridley Scott Change the Game too. Sci-Fi Horror um just perfect absolutely movie. insane perfect yeah yes. um definitely one word to describe this movie perfect yeah yeah I think it, it, it it's it's so terrifying when you watch it and it still terrifies people and when was it made it's like the 79, 79. yes crazy yeah. like you watch it today and, and just be freaked out. I think by... there's only one or so jump scare in that movie. And it's a really good jump scare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't there's a lot of just like cliches. squirmy stuff just mm-hmm. makes you sick. Yeah. I think that's great. And then the other uh, movie we included on here was uh, Halloween, you know, the original John Carpenter. Um, not any of the sequels, obviously. Um, but um, for me, it's huge because it um, kicked off the horror genre. Um, I'd say that. You know, like looking at looking back on like all the Wes Craven stuff and, you know, you've got um, Nightmare on Elm Street and, and, and like a Scream later on. Uh, and, and, you know, this is kind of like the first one, I think, that really um, had that like single like masked killer who just goes on a rampage. He cannot die. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's it's just like, you know, it's. I don't know. It's everything for me that a, a, an original slasher film should be. So that's why it's. Have uh, you watched it many times? One. Yeah, definitely. Uh, love it. Great I've one. watched it once. Mm-hmm. You remember that scene? Do you know that one scene where you can actually see Michael Myers in the background? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they they actually have like kind They're of these little um, these little like hints at uh, at what's at what's to come with, uh, with Michael Myers. So anyway, mm-hmm. so it's a great job, John Carpenter. So highly recommend yeah. that. All right, Trey. Right. Um, so I have 21 movies. I think I'm going to like talk about the bottom. I'm going to talk about the bottom, and then I'm going to kind of just briefly like touch on like one little thing for each of the ones in between. Then I'll talk about talk my about, You've got to talk about Raw. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will talk about that. For sure. <laughs> All right, so right at the bottom, um, I've got As Above, So Below which came out mm. in 2014. It's about like a group of stupid explorers who decide to explore the catacombs of Paris for whatever reason. I don't remember why. One of them's like an archaeologist or something. But basically they just end up getting picked off one by one. And it's just so jump scare heavy. 
and mm-hmm. reliant on that. It doesn't feel fresh or interesting at all. There's only one really entertaining sequence in it. Oh, and by the way, it is a found footage movie, and it just feels tired and overused in this case. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's one fun sequence where, like, the main character um, realizes that she had uh, she has to go through everything they just went through again. So she runs like through the whole map in reverse, basically. Oh, she fights huh. everything, and then she has to go back through it again. Oh, so three times. Wacky. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing was there was a lot of like Harry Potter stuff. Like the thing they're trying to find is the Philosopher's Stone created by Nicholas Flamel. And it also oh, that, very much weird. like Chamber of Secrets because they're going oh. deep in this weird unknown place. You know, Arguably so. the worst Harry Potter source material, but that's that's for that's that's for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tune in another time for the continuation of this one. <laughs> uh, so right above that, I have Velvet Buzzsaw, which is a Netflix original that came out earlier this year. Um, Starts stars Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's with him with the director of Nightcrawler, which is a fantastic movie um, that he's also in. But this one felt like they're really just going for like a high concept artsy horror movie, and it just doesn't hit the mark. It's just kind of like weird in its tone and everything. So yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Um, right above that, I have The Reef, which I I think is maybe the first horror movie I ever saw. Um. Is that the it's one about with the, uh, the shark? Yeah, it's a great white shark hunting a crew of like a capsized like sailboat uh, in the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, so it's like Jaws but worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like bad Jaws. Yeah, it's been done a lot. The the whole yeah. shark move, big shark. I think so. I'm gonna like touch on Meg, this later. The Meg, the Meg was almost <laughs> in my bottom five. Yeah, it was, wasn't that Meg. good. <laughs> I, I am going to touch on shark movies later because when they're good, they can be good. But in this case, very bad. Uh, right above that, I had the original It, which I just thought was kind of, I don't know, it It felt like a lot of unconnected vignettes, really, because they all kind of just keep splitting up and doing their own thing and having their own individual experiences with It. And they're also... It's also, I think, very jump scare heavy. I don't feel like any actual terror. I think Pennywise is a good uh, design for a creature like that, but other than that, not yeah, really it capitalizes on everyone's innate fear of clowns, which is yeah, yeah, yeah I, I see that. Yeah, my Smart. sister's terrified of clowns. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, spooky, spooky stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, right above that, I have Cam, which is like a Netflix horror original that came out last year i don't really have much to say about that it's decent it's fine yeah those netflix ones man yeah kind of hit or miss you know yep Uh, they're either like decent or pretty good yeah yeah. um above that i have life which came out in 2017 this is another jake gyllenhaal movie yeah um it's it's like a knockoff alien right i mean it's like a knockoff alien and it's also kind of like, so when it before it came out, when its trailer was released, a lot of people were like, "This could just be like a backdoor Venom prequel," <laughs> because oh my gosh, yeah, it it definitely feels like the whole parasite is like Venom, yeah. uh, Venom symbiote. Plus, there's a shot that they use in the trailer 
that's it's a shot from spider-man 3 oh it's like people looking up at the sky in like fear it's it's the exact same shot it's the exact same shot wow <laughs> 2008 or 2009 or whenever that movie came out 2007, 2007. yes yeah, yeah. and years later it finds a new life um new life above that i had oh. uh, oh, i did not even realize that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, above that, I have Us, which is the new Jordan Peele movie that came out this year. Um, it's good. It's a good movie. I just mm-hmm. think it doesn't have much to say. And I think when you compare it to Get Out, which in, yeah. everyone says Get you can't compare the two, but mm-hmm. inevitably you're going to have to because right. the same like director's work. It just doesn't feel like it's going to have as much of a lasting impact, I think. Yeah, for sure. And it's definitely more jump scare heavy. Um, I heard a lot of people really enjoyed that movie. I mean, I haven't seen it. Yeah. So, like, something I've noticed about a lot of the movies I've seen recently is, like, I don't don't like them as much as a lot of people have, but I, like, understand why people love them, you know? Mm -hmm. But it just, they don't work as well as I think they should, you know? Yeah, I get it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so jumping a few spots above that, I'm going to go with um, Raw, which Andrew talked about. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, that is a really weird movie. Basically, it's about a, a young woman uh goes to veterinary school, and she's a vegetarian. And through, like, hazing and stuff, she becomes a cannibal. Oh, yeah, It's a French movie. She's not just a cannibal, though. <laughs> She cannot be satisfied. Oh, yeah. She's very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There, oh. there are some truly messed up shots in that, and I kind of love that. I don't love the movie, but I think it's really <laughs> fun and really messed up. And like Andrew said, he couldn't even like sit through that whole thing. I don't know if that was because he like hated it or like felt sick. But yeah. I think... Probably the no, sick I didn't feel sick. I just... Oh. I just... I cannot like it's so ridiculous what's going on in this movie. So is, it, is it like a human centipede type? Is it is that no. kind of? No, it's just no. like at one point she just eats raw meat, the oh. meat, the raw, and then eventually she, I think she like eats someone's toes or I don't even know what goes on. <laughs> like this scene, like she sleeps with a guy, and then mm-hmm. um, the next morning she's like feasting on his arm, like she kills him mm-hmm. and eats oh. his arm in bed. It's it's, kinda, it's a really freaky kinda, shot. But the I, whole yeah. concept of the movie is crazy. The shots are too raw to be shown. <laughs> I can kind of get that because my my least favorite uh, Simpsons Halloween special is the one where he eats himself. That <laughs> that one is so bad. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with that. Not gonna that, that's another whole new like rabbit hole we're gonna have to go down the treehouse oh, yeah. episodes you know sure um another ep- another episode yeah another, another episode for another time of course. Uh, uh jumping up a few more spots i have the shining that's at my number 11 um mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's good but the first time i saw it and the only time i've seen it so far i watched it during the day so I didn't feel actually that scared, I think. Mm-hmm. Plus, I watched it on an iPad. So 
I believe I'm going to be rewatching it this weekend. I'm going to be rewatching it on a big screen. I'm going to be watching it around like 10 or 11 at night. So I'm hoping everything comes together and makes it feel properly scary for me. You know? Yeah. I mean, Jack Nicholson is phenomenal. Jack Um, Nicholson gives one of the best performances ever in a movie. True. I will say that. It's truly, truly insanity when you watch him. He he earns all the iconic moments that have been like memed so hard. Yeah, and parodied a million times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so right above that, I have the witch, which is um, it's a 2015, 2016 horror movie, and it's about a 1600s Puritan family haunted by like a coven of witches, basically. But it's a very slow type of movie you know mm-hmm. um, it's also definitely not for everyone because you can't understand about 90 percent of the dialogue Ooh. so i'm gonna have to give that a rewatch with subtitles but i thought mm-hmm. it had a spooky enough uh setting and environment that it really worked for me nice uh, above that i have suspiria which like andrew said it's a really slow burn I, I rewatched it for the first time like a few weeks ago. Um, it did feel long, but I think some of the moments in it, like the dance sequences, are just so horrifying and haunting and like mesmerizing. I think it just really works. I like those genuinely disturb me to my core, I think. I mean, I do agree that a lot of the dance sequences are super artistic, especially with the way they do the cinematography there. It's really. I don't yeah. know. It's intense. The the main the main dance sequence is called the Volk. And that's like when they're doing their big performance. And that one, um, there is this really cool technique that they have where like the lights keep coming in and out of the scene. And so like they keep on and I think like every time the light goes away, it like cuts to a new shot and a new angle. So they just keep on moving. Every time you look at them, they're in these new positions and they have these just such messed up costumes too for that mm. performance and I, I really love that sequence that was maybe one of my favorite scenes in a movie last year um, above that I have The House the Jack Built which is like a, uh, if you've heard of Darren Aronofsky I think he directed Black Swan um, mm. it's uh, his movie that came out last year and it's just it's telling the story of a serial killer uh, through four of his murders Um. It's really messed up, and it also has the best use of a David Bowie song in a movie other than maybe, like, Glorious Bastards. So, it plays Fame by David Bowie, I think, like, five different times, and it's great. Nice. Mm, nice. Above that, I have Psycho, which, like Andrew said, is great. I saw that for the first time when he did, too. Um, it honestly mm. earns the classic title, I think. It's yes. not per se. I would say it's disturbing, but... um. It's a great movie to watch, you know? For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Above that, um, above that, I have The Shallows. Um, So, that's another shark movie. Um, It's very heavily uh, reliant on its one human character, which is Blake Lively. And she's mm-hmm. really good. So, um, I honestly think that's one of the that's the best shark movie that's come out since Jaws. Um, above that, I get out, 
which is uh, really great with its um its social commentary as well as actually kind of being like scary at times. Mm-hmm. I would say it's genuinely disturbing, but it's got some really good moments. Have you have you seen it? Ann? I haven't seen Get Out. Can you go over just like a quick? Yeah, I mean, um, so there's an African American man. Uh, he's dating a white girl, and uh, he visits her family um, for a weekend, and they're all very strange in their behaviors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, in, at first, he just kind of like reads into it as like them trying to like fit into this new person in this relationship and like trying to be comfortable with a different race but he soon realizes that like there's this whole other bigger conspiracy going on uh where the older white people in the society are having surgeries to replace their brains with um the brains of young black men and women and so just trying to grow younger through that process i guess and like feel what it's like to be young again very interesting actually uh, i think they're, they're putting their own brains in the bodies of younger that's oh. how it goes yeah um above that i have alien which we've talked about plenty i yeah that of that movie uh that was my number four my number three is midsummer which came out earlier this year mm-hmm. it's midsummer um ben came on and talked about this a lot in our 2019 recap and it's honestly it's not as scary as hereditary uh ari aster's other movie that he directed but um it's just equally as good um i think it has a lot to say about like uh bad relationships which is really a horror movie yeah um the director said, I think he said he started writing it after a breakup. After yeah, a I read breakup. that too. And he kind of put it into the movie, which I think was, it's a good choice because it's personal experience going in there. Yeah, it, it definitely makes for a very interesting movie. And then above that, I have Jaws, which it was really hard for me to like decide to put this on the list. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies of all time, but I wouldn't say it's like scary to me. But I think um, it really set the stage for a lot of horror with this whole um, don't show the monster until like you absolutely have to idea. Yeah. And I honestly just love this movie so much. And then number one, I put Hereditary, which I saw for the first time like two weeks ago. I absolutely did not want to see this movie because <laughs> the promotion for this movie, including them releasing the heart rates of test audiences oh man and they were they were like spiking up to like 120 one like 120 130 yeah. during screenings and i was like oh my god like this is seriously messed up and i can tell you after seeing it ari aster is seriously messed up <laughs> like somebody has to check in on him because he is not all right but yeah oh, that is a great, genuinely unsettling and horrific movie. What would you say your heart rate was at when you were watching it? Uh, I have no idea, but I can tell you, like, I was sitting here at my desk watching it. I had to pause it several times 
so I wouldn't like lose my mind a little, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was watching with like lights on and everything and on like a laptop screen and it was still like messed up. Enough right. to make it feel that way. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's like the end of rankings. Uh basically do you just wanna go over any upcoming movies, horror movies that you want to see? Yeah, I mean one movie that we talked about, uh I know in the Marvel the Marvel episode where we went through all those was the next Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me, let me Yeah, the multiverse of madness. All right. I am super excited for this movie because they said they're gonna sort of frame it as horror style. And I think the the first Doctor Strange movie, it had amazing like graphics, amazing special effects, and just like really cool sequences that go on. And I think the visual impact uh, of horror movies is something that is super important. Like you were talking about in Suspiria, the dance sequences were, they were crazy kind of, I I forgot about those sort of, but they were super artistic. I think they can do a lot with this Doctor Strange movie um, Mm -hmm. that just kind of messes with your reality a little bit. Um, I don't know how, how scary they're actually going to make it because they're probably going to go for PG-13 still uh, and make it applicable to a wider audience, but I'm really excited for that movie. Um, I mean, like James Gunn, the director of Doctor Strange, uh, what's his name, Scott Derrickson, I think he's originally like a horror movie director, so it'll be really interesting to see him like lean back into what he's like used to doing. Yeah. All right. uh, any others? Um, I mean, like I said before, I'm not a super big horror movie uh, watcher, not a big fan. So I'm not very up to date with what's coming out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of absolutely hate, hated, not currently, I did hate horror movies. I've only recently kind of started to like enjoy them. Mm-hmm. But it's really just like the hereditaries and suspirias of the world where it's kind of it's less jump scare stuff and more stuff that deeply makes me feel unsettled and messed up. So like you said, Doctor Strange 2 is going to be interesting. Um, I think coming out like next week is uh, the sequel to The Shining, Doctor mm-hmm. Sleep. So that that definitely looks like it's going to be interesting. Um, I know shining infamously uh stephen king hated that the movie oh really um yeah but dr sleep he's like fully behind and he's like this is a great movie and it's, it, it looks interesting for sure um with it's got ewan mcgregor as uh the younger danny Torrance, so that'll be cool mm-hmm. um a quiet place 2 is coming out i think like next year that'll be interesting um I haven't seen it chapter two and I'm probably going to hate it, but you know, yeah, I'll probably I mean, watch it soon. Yeah. It's not a bad movie. I mean, I didn't think it was, you might based on what you thought of you know, the I, first hit. I didn't like the first one. So I have a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last night in Soho, which is coming out, I think next year, that's 
that's the new Edgar Wright movie. So Edgar Wright, for those of you who don't know, did Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim, and like Baby Driver and all that stuff. And so that's going to be like, I think it's like a psychological horror movie or something, which yeah. is really interesting for Edgar Wright. Uh, psychological horror is getting me good. Yeah. They get in my head. <laughs> Plus, I think it has... um. It has Anna Taylor-Joy, who I believe was the lead in The Witch, and she's really good. Uh, she was also in like Split and Glass and stuff, so mm-hmm. that'll be an interesting movie. And then the last movie. I'm really hoping this is the last time I talk about this movie without actually having seen it yet, and that's The Lighthouse. I think this is like the fifth or sixth time I've brought it up on the podcast, and we've only <laughs> done eight episodes. I brought it up in pretty much every episode, because I'm just obsessed with wanting to see this movie um i don't know what else to say that i haven't said before this movie just looks absolutely insane like oh my god i cannot wait to see this um if you haven't heard me talk about this in other episodes basically the lighthouse is willem defoe and uh, robert two lighthouse keepers trapped in the lighthouse together going crazy yeah, sounds and, like a good time. Yeah, I, I I just rewatched a trailer for it like yesterday, and I realized the last like thirty seconds or like minute of the trailer just has Willem Dafoe repeating, "Why'd you spill your beans?" Like <laughs> over and over again in the background of all everything that's happening, and I'm like, that's probably an iconic line of dialogue now, forever. <laughs> But yeah, um, in case you hadn't noticed, Tyler and Bruno did have to drop out, so they're not here to say bye. But, um, you know, it's Halloween. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Happy Halloween, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us rant about horror movies. Yeah. Especially Raw. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I would recommend watching it for the experience, though. Yeah. Uh, hopefully next time we're going to have all four of us together again. Neil, if you're listening, we know you <laughs> have but also we got a podcast to run, man. But uh, until then, this has been Double Stuff Cinema. Get stuffed. <laughs>